Hello world! I like this bumper. How are you, Nitya? Hi, Frank. I'm doing awesome. Can you believe we're already like one week into April, right? <laughs> Times fly. <laughs> I've been busy with the uh, MVP summit. I know you all, you were also uh, doing some stuff over there, but uh, I completely missed the news. So uh, I will I will need to count on you about bringing any uh, any tech news. What do you have for us? Oh, absolutely. Um, let me see if we can share my screen. Um, so much stuff has happened this week. So they might even have heard of it, but I was excited about a couple of things. So first I want to talk about this. Uh, did you know that we just released the Microsoft Build Open JDK? I'm um, learning it now. <laughs> oh, you are? Whoa, yeah, there you go. So I was very excited about that and I want to try it out. I think they have uh, Java 11 binaries available for download and the 16 in preview. So very cool. And of course, Rory had talked about a learn path that we have in that space. So don't forget to check the show notes for that one. Yeah, Rory, I hope you're happy. Still Java again, happening on the show. <laughs> yes, Java, 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 he should be. And then I want to talk about this. Do you know, I missed the window. I'm feeling oh. so bad. But um, I saw this was uh, tweeted out by Kevin Scott, I think. And what I love about this is, this is something that Microsoft partnered with Adafruit on. And what they released is this uh, Lobe AI machine learning kit. So if you're not familiar with Lobe AI, it's kind of this free, easy to use tool for training machine learning models without you having to know a lot of code or the data science behind it. But with this kit, you can now deploy them to a Raspberry Pi by using these tutorials. And it's, it's so cool. But guess what? I don't know. They're all sold out. Wow. I, I know. I'm like, maybe, I'm maybe Amy, the guest on, on Wednesday, maybe she bought everything. <laughs> we should go check her out. Maybe she can get us one. But I'm very excited about this because I think this is going to be amazing. And uh, let me see. Do we maybe have time for one more? Maybe you can talk about one more piece of news. And this is kind of related to something else we might see later today. You know me, right? Every time I can bring mobile into the conversation, I will. So uh, this is actually one of our cloud advocates, um, Johan Lasorsa, has actually published this on the Surface Duo blog. I'm a huge fan of the Surface Duo. So you can go to devblogs.microsoft.com. But what was interesting to me is this is part two. Part one was from another advocate who had talked about this for React. This is Johan uh, talked about how you can build dual screen friendly web apps for Angular. Right, and what I really like about this is uh, the article has a complete walkthrough of a tutorial that shows you how to build this photo album, for example, and it has a link to the an open source um, library called mm -hmm. NGX Foldable that kind of makes it super easy for you to start adapting your web apps for dual screen devices. So definitely check that one out. Oh, that's pretty cool. And like, obviously, it could be used on a not on a dual screen like that tutorial, but uh, the fact that you could maximize those two screens, it's pretty cool. Well, I'm still waiting the mine. Like, it's it's stuck in the mail, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, you know what? I heard you, and I, I think we did do an ABC segment on this last time where you mentioned this. So don't worry, I'll give you many chances to make this statement again. But we will come back and look at dual screen design patterns a little bit later in this show. Excellent. But maybe we can talk about what else is on our show today. Yes, we have a big packed show today. So we'll start with Scott Enseman, who's introducing us, a very creative woman on TikTok. And then we'll move with uh, our specialist, Azure Tips and Trick, Isaac. And we'll again see 
Thomas, because it cannot be a Thursday without Thomas and the certification at Microsoft. So how you can pick your certification, I think, today. And finally, we'll get back to you, Nitya, for the drawing ABC. And we have more challenge for us, for the full team. So I'm very excited about all of that. That's pretty cool. Yes, and since I have like maybe a few seconds, I should definitely put a shout out to Earth Day. We will be back on April 22nd on Earth Day, so stick around and find out how you can participate in a challenge so that we can feature some of your learnings on that show. Yes. But, but let's, let's get started with the first segment in Scott and Simon in File New Project. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's File New Project. I'm talking with folks that are early in career from all over the world and hearing about their journeys into technology. Today, we're talking with Anna Kutzner. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you. How are I'm you? Very, uh, very well. And I'm happy to be chatting with you today because um, I understand that you are uh, a veteran and you came through a program called Vets Who Code and you're just starting your journey. How far into your journey as a technologist are you? So it's only been about six months since I've really been focused on learning and when that's when I started the Vets Who Code programs. Uh -huh. And what have you accomplished so far? Like, was there a moment where you did like a hello world and you were just like, I have to show this to somebody? So I, um, I had part of the application process for the Vets Who Code was to create a website. So um, when I did that, one of the things that I had worked on was creating a pop-up, which I was later told are super <laughs> annoying. However, I, I got it to work where it asked you a question as soon as you get onto the page. and was so exciting. I made everybody I know that go look at my page, even though it was a little rough, and like answer the question and hit okay. And it was it was really exciting for about a week. I was <laughs> one of the proudest things I had done so far. What is it like to like you live in a world where computers are not a thing that you, you use, but you don't make, and then now you're on the other side, and now you're like, oh, like I there are people who make that software that I use. Is it changing your relationship with technology? Oh, definitely. It's It was really overwhelming at first. I think the first couple of weeks just doing the Vetsu Code camp, I was really overwhelmed. And I'm pretty sure I told my husband I was going to quit every other day. And because I didn't think I would get to understand it. And I still, I still go through phases like that. But it's really fun when I go on a website or when I'm doing in my regular, in my day job that I have now, I get an error message. I'm like, I recognize that from, <laughs> I, I mean, I can't fix it, but I know what's happening there. I can email somebody and say, hey, this is, I haven't actually emailed somebody, but I think about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, when you think about uh, switching careers, you know, you're coming from, uh, you've got your, your veteran life and your civilian life, that's a switch. You were a social worker. Uh, in the National Guard, and now you're going to be thinking about being, being a coder. You've also got life happening, the, pen, the, the, uh, the pandemic happening. You've got kids. You're juggling a lot here. Is, is career changing the biggest thing that you're dealing with right now? Um, I, I think just the balance of everything. Um, it's just because, yeah, with the pandemic, the distance learning, having... Um, my regular job, everything's kind of shifted. And right now it's starting to shift back a little bit into a world that I haven't 
oh wait, I haven't known in a, almost a year. Things are going back to. So it's, but yeah, this is probably the most challenging thing is just making sure I make the time to to continue learning because everything changes and there's so so much out so much information so many resources out there and I've only I've only like touched on a piece of it so there is a ton out there are do you find that the group is is encouraging and then your peers and your other vets in the program are are saying like like you can do it like I'm sure you may wake up one day and feel like I can't do it but like you know you've got this right yes that they're they're really great about that there's so many people who have gone through who have been in like my position where they like knew very little or just were like this will be fun to try let's do it and now they're they have a career and they're they've been doing it for a couple of years now and it's really encouraging to know that they've been in my spot where they've gotten discouraged or where they feel like they're not doing quite enough because that's one of the or they don't feel as confident in what they're doing and just letting me know how they've gotten through it and that, you know, this is how you feel, but you're doing fine. It's just, it's a process. It is such a process because you just don't know that you can do it, but then you made that text box or you made that button or you made that. And it's like, hang on, I may be actually good at this Mm -hmm. and this is going to be awesome. Right. (laughs) That's great. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me, Anna Kutzner. You're just a few months into your experience as a new developer, thank you for your service, and I hope to see you uh, making great websites on the internet very, very soon. That was interesting, but it was the segment of last week uh, with uh, Anna Kutzner. Kutzner, yes. Yes. Yeah, uh, and I think, like, it's still nice to see, because I think she comes from Wet's Who Code, but I believe Scott's going to get us the new video, and we're going to have that next time, so I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it was so cool. We needed to work a little bit more on it. Yeah, but TikTok, got to know all about it. So next time, right? Yeah, come back next Thursday. But now let's let's join Isaac in front of HQ. I think he's there already. Are you there, mister? How's the weather over there? Hi, Frank. How are you doing? That's right. Isaac Levin here in front of Azure HQ. And boy, do I have a tip today. So this week, we're going to be talking about deploying web apps in containers onto Azure App Service. But I love containers. I'm looking forward to hear more about it. Oh, I'm super excited to show you. So let's go ahead and roll the video. So so some let me just start off. Sometimes you have an application that runs on the full .NET framework, right? It has yep. dependencies of things like a library and the Windows Global Assembly Cache, or better known as the GAC. So you can run these applications in a Windows container in Azure App Service. And I'm going to show you how really quick. So let's take a look at how it works. So here in Visual Studio, I have an ASP.NET Forms web app that runs on .NET Framework 4.7. So let's containerize it. I do that by right-clicking the project file and click Add Docker Support. This adds a Docker file that describes the container image that the app will run in. To make this work on your local PC, you need to install Docker Desktop. You should install it using this address. So also, you need Docker Desktop to run Windows containers instead of Linux containers. So now I need to publish this image to Azure Container Registry. So the first thing I'll do is I'll right-click Publish again, I'll right-click, and then I'll select the uh, resource group that I want to create, give it a name, and then go ahead and uh, set, uh, yep, here we are setting the DNS prefix. I'll select a resource group and give it a name, and this is also the URL for our registry. I also want to change the location to West Europe, and now let's create it. 
So this creates a container registry that uploads the container image with the application to Azure. So this can take a while, so I'm gonna skip ahead. So now that we have a container image in our registry, we can use it to run the app in Azure. So here in the Azure portal, I'm going to create a new app service web app. So in here, I'll just create a new resource group for the app, web app. You can also use an existing one, and I'll give the web a name like this. Next, I'll switch the uh, container, uh, I'll switch the Docker, I'll switch the uh, publishing step to Docker, uh, so that knows because we're going to run in a Windows container. So next, I need to tell it where to get the container image from. That is from here. It's the Azure Container Registry. Now let's create it, right? So once we hit create, this uh, this web app will take a little bit of time. So we're going to go ahead and, and show what that looks like in a second. Um, I noticed that the application is still running. So one of the things that I can do to validate that is that I can actually go into our container logs and it'll actually show us what's going on here. So if I uh, zoom out, I actually the logs, it says that it's pulling the registry image down and it's doing all the things it needed to do in the Docker world to get our application working. So, so here in the logs, you can see the downloads and image and distracts it to start it. So if any error happens, you can see the error message here. So I'm going to go ahead and open up the web URL for our app, and you can see that our web apps container is still starting up. So mm -hmm. since it's the first time, it can take up to a several minutes to completely pull down your Docker image and build out your app. But now, after a few a little bit of time, so this is a, a .NET 4.7 application running in a Windows container deployed to app service. So super, super awesome. And, and there you have it. I think you have all of the ability to finally use um, you know, all of the great features of app service. So slots, scaling, um, for .NET 4.7 apps. So super, super cool. And uh, remember, we have this tip as well as all of, of over, over 300 tips in our show notes. So aka.ms slash hello world. So that's what I got. Back to you, Frank. This is really awesome. Like I really like containers. It took me a little bit of a while to get used to that, but it's so useful because if you have any dependencies, now, by yeah. putting in a container, it's just easy to run elsewhere. And yeah. the registry, this is kind of my library, correct? So having that close by my website is very efficient. So like instead of going on a, like another registry that is very popular is Docker Hub. But if I'm having my library of image or images inside Azure, it, it, it must be much faster to like spawn a new container. Am I correct? That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. So like one of the benefits of using Azure Container Registry is just that is that, you know, they're running all the same on the same network. So you have the ability to do things like Docker pull, Docker push a little bit faster. Right. I think it's super exciting. And I think one of the things that it allows you also to do is just take full advantage of the value of app service or any app, regardless of how you need like has services allows you to take full advantage of things, but sometimes you need a little bit more. So, I mean, super exciting stuff here. Oh, thank you for sharing. And now let's go back you, to Nitya so she could introduce us the next segment. Absolutely. So we're going from Azure Tips and Tricks with Isaac to, oh my God, it's Thomas on Thursdays. And I'm really loving this segment. This is certifications all up. And we all know that digital skilling is a thing, so can we? Hi, Thomas. Hi, Nitya. Great to see you again. How are you doing? I'm doing great. And I'm really loving this journey we're on to kind of explore the whole world of certification. So just a recap, I remember last time you introduced us to all the Azure certifications we can do. And I believe today you're going to talk to us about how we can prepare for one. 
Absolutely. So this this week is really, I have to be honest, is a really important one because we only have five minutes, but we're going to go about how we can actually prepare for an Azure exam. So everyone, now is the time to definitely watch this show. Um, so what we have here, uh, again, what I recommend people doing, and again, there are a couple of tips here. Um, when you select this right certification, start small, right? You probably want to go, and I pointed out that that out already last time, you probably want to start with the fundamentals and then pick the right one, like the right certification you want to go. I mean, this is a very simple tip, but it's very effective. You can then go in and actually find the right certification here. And you can see here, we find all the information on that specific page, uh, because it's also important to understand what is in the certification. And you can see here on the bottom down, we have a list of like what exam you actually need to take to actually get that specific certification. So when I click on that, you find all the information about the actual exams. Some certification require two exams, some of them just one. Huh. And my next big tip, to be honest, is really know what's asked, right? I mean, it sounds very simple and it sounds like, well, that's clear. But what I recently recommend is go through the skills measure, measure right? There is um, exactly what is like asked in this exam. So you need to be familiarized because like if you look at, for example, the Azure developer certification, an Azure developer can be like, depending on who you talk to, can be multiple like different skills, right? So go through that. We even have this outline document, which explains what actually, what it actually means to know about develop uh, Azure compute solutions and things like that in more detail. Um, and then usually what I do, what I do personally is I take that like that outline um, and I go to the specific documentation pages because very often I feel already like very comfortable as, about a certain topic, but there's still like 20% missing. And instead of like going through everything, I basically just pick the, the docs article, which I go through. And then I obviously work with tutorials to get on some hands-on experience. Now, if we go back to the page, but if you scroll further down, um, what we have now here is like different ways to prepare. And mm -hmm. what I really want to highlight is of current, like the current one, the online certification one, right? And I'm sure Nitya, you have seen that before. Yes, and I actually wanted to say that um, I really like the fact that, for example, for the Azure Fundamentals, they've in fact realigned the learning paths and the free content to literally be a kind of mapping to the skills measured. So. When you see the skills measured, you can almost see, oh, to understand this, I need to go to this unit in this module. I really love that. It simplifies things. And also shout out to our friends who are doing Learn Live sessions. So you can literally walk through those modules with someone online. Exactly. And again, for those who don't know about Microsoft Learn, it's our free learning platform. You get a free sandboxes where you can even try things out without having an Azure subscription, without a credit card. So please make sure uh, you check that out. We have all the links, obviously, in Hello World um, on, the, on our show notes. And then what I also want to mention is, um, just as a last bit, I mean, there are many, many more tips, uh, but we can't really cover them in time. So there's a blog post out there which I wanted to share. Uh, you find the link to that blog post within the show notes. And here I basically summarized all the tips. Some of them I just told you about, like start small, um, um, read the outline, read the skills, measure to find out what is asked in the exam. Um, but then also like other tips, like get hands-on experience, read the docs, obviously, uh, and then video courses, do example, um, uh, 
questions and and so on so there's a lot more obviously in the, in that specific block i have one question for you before we move um how is it different if you're taking it for the first time versus when you're renewing your certification is there a difference in how you prepare Yes, so it, it depends on the exam. Right now, we're currently obviously uh, looking at these different topics, but for um, for some of the exams, we have a renewal, new renewal process of Microsoft Learn. So you don't need to take the exam again. You basically get you need yeah, which is very good because things are changing fast. So you don't need to study the whole exam, but you basically can run an assessment there. And there is some learning paths linked to it. And so I recommend everyone who's renewing the exam, check out if there is a renewal uh, available on Microsoft Learn. Usually you get an email about that and then you can go through that assessment. Awesome, let me bring Frank back in because I think we kind of want to get to the next segment, but hey, Frank, we need to like do some of these certifications, right? Live? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is fun. Uh, so. So Frank, what are we doing next? Oh, uh, I think you know because it's ABC time with you, my dear. Oh my God, this—you know what? This makes me nervous. <laughs> I'm sure it will be awesome. Oh no, it won't. <laughs> Famous last words. But let's roll. Let's go put the slides on the screen and let's. I want to start off by sharing this challenge that we are doing currently. So maybe yes. if we can share the screen. Um, we're doing a visual green tech challenge. Not, not oh, this, sorry. The, the screen share from uh, Nitzia. If you can share the slide. <laughs> sure, come yeah, there <laughs> so don't forget, go check it out. It's aka.ms slash earthday hyphen visual green tech. We have the link in the show notes as well. It's going on because April 22nd is a Thursday. If you participate in this every day, we're gonna put one prompt, sketch us your response. And I wanna give a shout out to Loxley Yesterday's prompt, this is the sketch note she put out and I am blown away and it's like amazing. But we hope you will check this out. Check out the pin tweet on my profile, for instance, every day. It's a very simple call to action. Learn something about sustainability in the process. This is Earth Days coming up. Learn how to improve your community, your workplace and your individual best practices so that we have like, you know, a healthy planet. And so that's the first thing I wanna talk about. The second part of our segment, and we can kind of look at the slides again, is we have visual guides. So every time I share one visual guide on this. So this week's is dual screen app development. If you remember, we kind of talked about one of the NGX foldable directives and libraries that are available. Well, this is the design patterns for dual screen app development. Mm -hmm. The link is there to be in the show notes. Go check it out. This summarizes the entire docs around dual screen development. So in the show notes, we'll have like a big picture because there's a lot of content in there. So like there's a better resolution image in there. That's right. We will be sharing the high res image on the show notes. And also don't forget to follow Sketch the Docs because we'll put out some additional resources there as well. Wonderful. You're so good with us. I shouldn't have said that because I'm sure we'll regret that now, right? Yes, you will because we're <laughs> gonna go to our next segment, right? Let's bring everybody on screen so we can play. <laughs> Are you ready, guys? I can I cannot see the the fear in your eyes this this week, Thomas. So I think you're prepared. No, I'm just blown away by the sketch notes. It's okay. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Already the first one. Damn, that that was fast. I'm putting Isaac on the spot here. Oh no! Uh, I can't believe my job lets me chat all day. Like pumpkins on wheels? <laughs> I don't know. Pumpkins on 
Uh, well, I'm gonna... I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm sorry, Nichia. I was supposed to uh, land this for you, but I'm gonna guess that's something I've talked about in the past, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it's kind of related, but not specifically. What do you think? Like, there, there are hints in here. It talks about more power to us. You know it's three words in the product. It's PVNA. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling right now. Oh, no. I I'm think a virtual, virtual in the middle fits. Yes, virtual uh, in the middle, and they're chatbots, so they must be... Oh, power, powerful virtual agents. Power virtual agents. Power virtual agents, uh, yes. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, thanks for so much help, Frank. That was very, very appreciated. I kind of also like this little visual because they're, you know, they're checking out from their work for the day, so they're all working inside the phone, and I have to keep bringing the phone back because mobile, right? All right. Yeah. Are you going to roll the next one? I'm ready. I don't know what right. this is. Okay. I'm, more I'm more prepared now, I think. So it's another product, which is the good thing. It's MGNT. And this one is a Rebus puzzle, which means the words are reflected in the images. Ooh. It's not an explanation. So that should be easy, right? You know what oh, the M is. It's, it's kind of easy. Oh. <laughs> I, know what it, I know what it is. I know what it is. It okay, is the Microsoft Graph Toolkit. Yes, it is. Oh man! And shout man. out to the team because they're having a learn together segment where they're going to talk about Microsoft Graph in April, like coming up next week, I think it is. So yay, we'll put that in the show notes too. You're Good. in fire, awesome. Zach. You're in fire, uh, Thomas. We, we need to uh, to team like we need to team up to. Uh... <laughs> I was just like I want to say Isaac is on fire today. Well, can we do it? So from now on, can we do a Twitter tally where it's Isaac, everybody else, and then versus everybody else. I'm down with yes. that. It'll be like the, you know, the chase. Bring down Isaac. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will do my best to not let you win the three on three, though. All right. Let's see the third one. A box. A box with one. something. Okay. So this okay. is also a product. I need to do more <laughs> concepts, apparently. But I love products because it's like good to like rethink them. Oh, this one is good. What is that? A podium? No. Oh, I know what it is. You do? Come oh, on, you're way too fast. Okay, if you know what it is, then sit and admire it. Took me a while to draw this, and I love it. So on the right side, you have the physical world. This is on fun. Left I, side, you're creating a digital model of I, it. I, yeah. Do you know Thomas, what, that is? what is it? Is it Azure Digital Twins? Yes! Oh it is, it is, it is. That is right. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. it's Azure Digital Twins. And this one is, like, I think one of my favorites because uh, we're also going to have an IoT campaign coming up in July, right? All of these fit in and I'm like having such a great time learning and understanding all the things we do. So, yep, you got it. So Thomas redeemed himself, right? I think <laughs> two, everybody else won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. Like, congrats. Um, so let's uh, recap the show. So don't forget to um, go see our, uh, I forgot her name, Anna. Is it yeah, Anna on yeah. Twitter? We'll put we'll adjust the the show notes. So if you see right now, it's the wrong uh, message. But I'm sure when you see that, I will have the time to fix the show notes. Thomas, any call it, for action? It was a pleasure again to be here. I have some great links in the show notes about how you can actually prepare for the Microsoft Azure exam. Really check that out. We had only a couple of minutes to talk about it. Feels like seconds. Um, but there's much, much more, some good tips out there how you can get your Azure certification. Wonderful. Isaac? I just want to do that. So, yeah, so I think one of the things that, so Azure Tips and Tricks is going to be in the show notes. I do want to piggyback on Thomas's thing. If you get an email that says, do your certification renewal, please do it. Don't delete it like I did. Please don't. 
Please don't. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> I, don't do that. I think, I mean, also to add on to, to certifications to piggyback, I would recommend if people want to get certified, blog a study guide as a part of your study guide. That's what I did. And it saved me. And literally people go to my blog now and message me thanking me for that. And so, I you know, Yep. What, I have friend? something for the non-speaking uh, English speaker. I will share that with Thomas. So maybe he can share with you in the next episode. But uh, Nitya, can you? Oh, I'll just tell you quickly. There is a slide, but we'll have it, I think, Visual Green Tech Challenge. Yes, Check it out. the Green Challenge. Yes. Excellent. And what's coming next? Next, we have Azure Fun Bites with Jay Gordon, and you're going to hear all about Azure Static Web Apps CLI with Anthony. So go check that out. Stay on this channel. See, ya. See you next day. Bye.